The Podmore Get Better podcast is normally filmed in front of a live studio audience. Not today. Today we are in the Podmore Get Better lounge. Yes. Uh, AKA my basement. <laughs> uh, had a little some travels over uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, happy belated Thanksgiving to you. Yeah. Uh, a belated Thanksgiving to CJ for hosting a, a hell of a party last uh, Saturday. Yeah, Dave Sandmeyer, guest of honor. Yes. We're happy to have him for the brief time that he was there. <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, so it was a good gig. Good it was, gig. and CJ is one of the rare multi multi machine homeowners. Yes, so we're able to side by side at his uh, at his uh, mo- like mega apartment. I guess we'll call it that. Yeah, bachelor pad. Uh... They posted. We posted some pictures, and everyone thought it was a house. It might as well yeah. have been. It's gigantic. Yeah, it's uh, it is absolutely huge. Uh, very baller. Nice high ceilings. Good setup. Uh, top floor of his apartment. That's two... my only concern. Is top floor of the apartment with two golden tea machines or one golden tea machine. Uh, I'm guessing his downstairs neighbors were not very happy with him. Uh, not only that night, but anytime he plays. Uh, we know we, we've we talked to some people that are homeowners over the years that have uh, that live in apartment buildings. And they're almost always like, how do I deaden the sound? My neighbors are complaining. Yeah. Uh, I think CJ just doesn't care. Yeah, and he uh, has a six sound system. So our one yeah. of our other gigs got uh, pretty loud. Um, but Podmore, get better. We're yeah. back. So we're here in the basement. Yes. Uh, two reasons. One, uh, this is how we're going to make it work uh, time-wise. I just got back from Kansas where I spent uh, with my wife's family. Uh, also, Will wanted to make sure he got a few games in on the homeowner events mode. Yeah. Uh, plenty. You played plenty of the uh, GT Live regular public version of the events mode. Commercial we'll mode, We'll talk yeah, about that mode, here yeah. in just a second. But uh, yeah, I wanted to make sure you got the boring version couple games in on the boring version as well yeah i uh i played two of them i think i got a a first or a second and then in the next one i was a uh a donor of my dollar 50 yeah so that went back to uh some other homeowner well 50 cents of that goes to it they've got a pretty big vig on this Ooh. yeah so uh it's juicy and they're uh they're charging for tees and balls here too so uh anyway we'll talk about that here micro transaction kind of like uh golden t mobile so events mode tony yes You've uh you've double dipped on these. We have the homeowner one and we also have the commercial one. Yeah. Now I play both of those versions. Now the homeowner one, ten person contests. Yep. Five per day. Yep. Dollar fifty entry. Yep. First place, five dollars. Second place, three dollars. Third place, two dollars. Two dollars. Okay. So it's ten. It's a fifteen dollar prize pool. Ten dollars in prizes. Hence the big vig. Gotcha. I think it's five dollars per. Which you know, hey, they make the game. Yeah, they gotta make. And money. they're always they're always tweaking the dials. Uh, I I think this is really cool though for homeowners to basically be able to play live events, you know, and see like that live leaderboard where you actually have something on the line. You know, we're used to the standard invitationals in terms of homeowners being able to profit while they're at home with their home machine. Yep. Uh, I think this is I think this is really cool. Well, and there was a, there was a, I mean, there's been some talk about it on online this week, and and people are like, oh, there, five's not enough, and 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 I I disagree. I think five is just the right amount, and I, I've I've said this with events mode for the public version for a while now, which is they always seem to default to ten as the minimum, like you could, uh, at least ten, you could. Uh, that's Milo. If I don't know if the podcast is gonna pick that up, but my dog is barking at something. So that's that's the kind of sound effects we get here uh, in uh, in my basement. But uh, but anyway, so the uh, historically they've they've minimized 
out at 10 per day for the events mode uh, when it's a like a prize play style for for the events mode like it was this week where it's just accumulated for the week there's no daily maximum yep. but um, and I'm like just play around with that play around with five maximum play around with two maximum like just play mm-hmm. around with it just to see what's getting because Joe Schmo that's going to the bar is not playing five or ten he's playing one or two and so I, I think in a lot of these the fewer you know quote unquote bangers that you can get in them the better to just kind of drive gameplay and so that's my opinion and I think five is just the right number right number especially so uh, in an especially for something that's really wanting you know I, I wanted to play more than five and I would have played more than five but uh, but ultimately it's not about what I want it's about what what's best for growing the game growing the homeowners um, and I and I think five is just the right amount yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Uh, I see something uh, shiny and reflective over there, Tony. What What is that? Yeah, so uh, normally, uh, Will, you're a Blue Mountains kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Today, What you got the Green Mountains? I got the uh, Mountain Dew Green Mountains. Yeah, we've had some weather here in Minnesota over the last few days. Uh, so Will, being a good boy that he is, uh, keeping it sober tonight. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to have to be the drunk, I guess, on this podcast. Uh, Will's got the Green Mountains. I'm going with... Um, I guess this is the multicolor mountains. This yeah. is the Bear Republic, uh, further through the haze double IPA. Yeah, that's something uh, pretty... me and uh, Brennan Harris would like. So there we go, crack that. Nice. There we go. Cheers, Will. Happy Toast. to be back podcasting. Mm-hmm. All right, so we had our homeowner event, and I think it was a success. I think I, I saw uh, in that thread that was asking for more than five per day. I think couple of the IT people, I think specifically Adam commented on it and said, actually, yeah, we, they are closing a lot faster than, you know, we were really expecting or, or, or hoping yeah. for. Um, and so I think that's only, that, that's just going to make them want to do events modes more, uh, for the homeowners. Great. But um, especially with that rake. Yeah. <laughs> especially the old, uh, 33% gig yeah. or big, but, uh, but then also we had, uh, events mode this week as well. And, and just I, you know how much I like to give advice here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love events mode. I hate weeks that don't have events mode. Agreed. Let's go ahead and alternate it. Like homeowner events mode one week, non homeowner the next week. Doesn't have to overlap, does it? Will? No. No. Um, yeah, events modes have been around now for over a year, and they've a lot been of data gathered. Yeah, with the exceptions of the world's qualifier. They've all been every other week. So yep. with the world's qualifier, we know it can be done. Yeah, we, we, we know it's not some programming glitch. It's not a law. Yeah. There's no law against it. Yeah. I would absolutely love it. And to echo your point of the five for home edition or five for public gameplay uh, out at your bars, your bunkers, your powercade, I, I think five, maybe ten, depending on how they set up the event, um, is is that perfect number well as well because... Yep. For the players who play this game for a living, they're going to play, you know, their 30, 40, 50 games a day. And if they're able to play 10 of these events modes, yes, it keeps them off 18s, but I think events kind of being a a different beast, obviously a different gameplay mode, I think to have it thinned out a little bit for uh, the more casual players and yep. not having as many professional or high-level players in there uh, is definitely a positive for the game. Where if they are continuing to play 18-hole prize play games... And, hey, I got my dollar back. Maybe I won two. Maybe I didn't get anything. But then all of a sudden they're playing events modes. They're filling quick because there's daily limits on them. All of a sudden they're like, oh, I'm making actually a little bit more on events. And they're going to be more drawn to events. So I can see the pros and cons of both. Uh, 
but yeah, w weekly events would be ideal. Every other, if it has to be every other, I I think you have a great point in going commercial then home edition, commercial then home edition. Because there's overlap. I mean, there's yeah. there's not a ton of overlap, but there are definitely a lot of homeowners that also play a decent amount in the in the you know regular version. Yeah. Um. But uh, I think this is a good time to to touch on uh some events modes coming up. We know of at least one that's coming up relatively soon. We got a little intel. Uh, from a little uh, little birdie at Incredible Technologies. Yeah, we we hacked their account again. Yeah, uh, we've got uh, so far we've had a few different versions of events modes. We've had the the world's qualifier style. We've had mm -hmm. the weekly one, which we're we're in right now, which is your best five scores typically. I don't think it's anything been anything besides five. It I hasn't been like correct. ten or two. I think it's always been five. Uh, they could play around with that. That'd be another thing they can they could do, but. Um, there's been that style. There's been the, this is just like a regular prize play, but it's on a special course. There's yep. been a big prize play. There's been handicap. $2 entry fee. $2 yeah. entry fee. Yep. Um, there's been small, you know, small pools, big pools. Uh, we've got a new one coming up. Money shot. Yes. Money shot events mode. I don't know how this is going to work. I suspect it's going to be like a, just like a, a 20 person or a 50 person tournament, kind of like prize play. So with another dollar added, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it'll be, uh, maybe it'll pay out just like prize play with a 10, 8, 6, 4 kind of breakdown. Uh, but we do know from a little birdie at IT that that's coming up, I presume, in December. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not this week, but next week. Yeah, it uh, it sounds really different. It sounds really exciting. They talk about tweaking the dials. So different formats or styles of play similar to at the world championship where the qualifiers got to play in events mode with the three clubs or whatnot the driver the five iron the nine iron and i believe we've heard previously that that uh that is something that's on the, on the horizon yeah yeah, yeah I'd, I'd be but really not excited. the not the short roadmap that literally i think two weeks from now is going to be that uh going to be that uh, money shot yeah fingers crossed new styles are uh always exciting or you know throwing a wrinkle into it uh is definitely cool and uh, well shout out to i you know uh, just uh it if you want to test it out mm -hmm. go ahead and test it out with us homeowners yeah you know hey we can be your testers heck yeah yeah i'm a i'm a great testee <laughs> <laughs> oh testies okay there we go yeah, first one of the day um, <laughs> i told you i was gonna bring it today yeah Hot damn. Yeah, we uh we took a little bit of a layoff, but that's all right. Holidays, things come up, family plans, trips, all that. Mm -hmm. So this events mode, Tony, we got the remastered courses, Cashel Sire and Coral Ridge. I'm gonna I'm gonna from now until the end of the time end of time, I'm gonna call it Coral Vista. Coral Just, Vista. That's what it's okay. gonna be. Uh Coral Ridge though is the correct thing. And uh uh Stoneheart, what is it? Stone Ridge? Castleshire. Castleshire. There Darn we go. It. I don't know. One of those British courses. Uh so, yeah, I mean, in general, I think it, it worked out kind of funky for IT. Uh, they, they, yes. they did this every other last year. They did it with events mode and then like the Freaky Friday Daily or was it the Freaky Wednesday Daily, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, so they did the alternating hole and then they flipped it on the, on the events mode or the, the, the daily contest. And it worked out great for them this year with the events mode on the public machines and then the events mode for the home edition so that they could have both available uh, all week. And uh, and it just I think it just so happened to work out that uh, the public version was very scorable or you know very setup dependent. Par was yes. generally thirty to thirty two yep. in that range, uh, kind of depending on setups. Um, and then the homeowners version 
uh, was much lower. So I would say the par would range anywhere from 23 to 26 on those. And it's just kind of how it worked out with yeah. non-drivable par fours and par threes um, and less drivable par fours. I think there's a couple very, very borderline drivable par fours on the home edition version. Agreed. Um, but in, in general, you know, I've, I've really enjoyed it. I, I only got to play the homeowner version Monday and Tuesday, today being Sunday. Uh, we're playing some here tonight. Um, so I'll get about, fi- I'll get my 15 in for those three days. And then that's about what I played on the public version as well. About 15. Um, in general, I like them a lot. Um, again, very different public versus, pro- uh, versus homeowner. Um, but yeah, good courses. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It was, it was kind of eye opening. I've, I've played a decent amount of the weekly ones, um, you know, out the banger bunker. So the commercial version, the bar version, whatever you want to call it, uh, very scorable, very setup dependent. And then coming over here and playing a couple games with you, it was pretty interesting to see that, yes, there are par fours that were you, you said that on Monday and Tuesday, just, it seems like it might be drivable sometime, but in the 10 games I've played, I haven't gotten that set up yet where it was, it seemed a little bit more like target golf, like. Hey, it's a it's a par four. I can't drive. Where do I need to position my tee shot to have a good approach coming in? And I and I think we're gonna get that uh, on Coral Ridge a decent amount specifically. There's you know there are very few trees, if any, on Castleshire, but uh, on Coral Ridge, a lot of trees and way more in the way than yes. we're used to. Uh, and not even just like oh you got to bend it around this tree. It, it it's it's those ones that are up above your normal view. Where you're just like, oh, this is a perfect eight wood, and then you hit your eight wood, and you're like, oh crap, there's tree branches up there. Um, so it's that it's the high trees that were never probably in play due to clubs, yeah. Because of the, you know, back when this course was original, it was two iron and three iron. Well, you were never no such thing as an eight wood, yeah. and so uh, they were never really in play. But now they definitely are. I, I've definitely clipped uh, clipped some trees that I didn't know were there with my seven hybrid, and my eight wood, and really? my six wood. All clubs that didn't even exist back then. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think uh, definitely it'll take a little learning curve. Uh, the only learning curve on Castleshire that I found is the out-of-bounds on what I think is hole five. Okay. Which is, it's the one with uh, Stonehenge in there. And it looks dog like... Dog leg left, it looked like. Yeah, dog leg left. It looks like you can kind of go straight at it and you're going to be in the rough. But maybe you go there to play the straight wind. Uh, there's out of bounds if you go straight at that. So uh, don't make that mistake. I've made it once and never again. <laughs> so you mentioned the overhanging trees. I noticed it a lot on the commercial edition, the bar version, yep. where not just the trees on the tee box, but right around the green. I mean, a lot of the greens that we're used to the last couple of years, number one, are very large greens. Yes. And they don't have many, they'll have water or sand around them, but they don't have those overhanging trees. There there are a lot of shots on Coral Ridge that you're hitting an 8 wood or maybe an 8 or a 9 iron into, like a lofted one. Uh And all of a sudden they have trees overhanging the green and you think you've hit a good shot in terms of distance. It hits a tree and you're at the front edge of the green or maybe off the green. And Um, I think there's even a hole or two where with the trees around the green you're actually trying to hit the trees you if you yes. don't hit the trees you're like damn it's, it it's i didn't hit the trees by, yeah uh because you're because they're just everywhere and so you're like well i'm gonna play it to hit the trees and then when it doesn't uh there's like a i don't know it's like hole eight maybe yeah. um it's drivable like high, it was one of the uh, one of the um bounty holes i think, I think gossip so. got it yeah he's uh 
also got it going on right now for the weekly events mode. Leaderboard. Uh, looks like he passed Ship It, I think Giuseppe and Lemon, who were at 161s. Uh, and yourself. And myself, yeah. That was uh, probably a given, unfortunately. But uh, I did play did play a decent amount. Uh, should get a nice little result, though. Um, events mode, I'm happy. I just want to see it every week. Uh, something that will get folks maybe off the daily a little bit, maybe off the 18s a little bit, because time is obviously a finite thing, uh, and players are going to pick and choose where they go. Yeah. All right, so uh, we promised in our last podcast, which was, what, just like last week or something? <laughs> I seem to do this every week or so. Uh, well, it was uh, right at the beginning of November because that's when GT Mobile came out. So we gave our, our like two or three days in impressions of GT Mobile. I'm sure we sounded like just idiots. You know, the people, <laughs> the people that actually had played like beta testers and stuff or, uh-huh. or people that were, so Canada got it before the US and Samsung got it before. Anyway. I'm sure we sounded like just doofuses, like with all of our two-day-old opinions. Uh, but we've played it a lot more. <laughs> we've advanced some levels, so I think we we now have some hopefully more informed opinions of GT Mobile. Uh, so, I, what I are wanna, your thoughts? Well, I, I want to cut you off there real quick because as you as you led into the GT Mobile, you talked about how we haven't podcasted for roughly a week. Wink, wink. Yeah. Uh, however, due to all the sponsorship money that's been coming in. We may have a new piece of equipment that would let Tony and I do podcasting remotely on the same podcast. Yes. So if he's up at a family vacation, just needs to get away for an hour, and I'm not doing anything, we might be able to uh, hook up via the power of the internet and technology and do remote podcasting. So we're not sure how that's going to work yet. We haven't done it. We actually thought about doing it here this this week, but it worked out that we could podcast tonight. Uh you might notice the audio crystal clear this evening. Uh yes. no background noise, no C1s or C3s, A1s in the background. Uh it'll be interesting to see what that first remote one that we do how the audio is on that. And yeah, uh, we'll, we'll apologize it. ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> so, back to GT Mobile. Yes, uh I've been playing a decent amount. I think I'm at a level 25 right now, and I know you actually just bumped all the way up over the dreaded 25-26 cut line. Yeah, so that was maybe a week ago, maybe a little bit more than that. And uh, so I'm at, I don't know, 32 or 33 or something. I, I just got offered, I just got the final club offer. So it's okay. I think it's level 34. So and I literally just bought the, the maximum driver this morning. Uh, 400,000 silver, not to dissuade anyone, Ooh. but... Uh, it's a real ball buster. Did, did, did you use that with the uh, Black Friday special, the $99 for 1 million silver? Uh, I uh, I was able to resist. Okay, okay. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of other stuff in there too, but that 1 million silver. Uh, and, it, and it sounds like a lot, but really you can't even buy the whole last club set with a million silver. It's a, hmm. it's a lot of silver. But anyway, the, the pyro driver, very nice. The little bit I've been able to use it today. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so you're, you're level 25 and level 26 is where you get bumped up <sighs> into the big boy zone. And so there's, I'm dreading what, that. what we found is now there, there's, there's three, I don't know, zones, if you will. Divisions. Divisions. Yeah. Brown, silver, gold, we'll call it that. Um, and, and, and for the contest mode, um, it's a, it's a small buy-in with a relatively small, uh, payout. The payouts are the same percentage wise, and then around level, I don't know, ten or twelve, you get bumped into the second bracket. Sounds about right. Where yeah. the where the you know it's, 
it's more silver to play and it's more gold to play, but then the payouts are bigger. And then at level 26, you get bumped into the, the big bracket, which is 50 gold per contest to enter. Payouts are according, you know, uh, are, are much bigger then. And then it's 2,500 silver, I think, maybe 3,000 silver um, per contest. And so obviously if you're gonna, if you're gonna accumulate 400,000 silver to buy the pyro driver, you need the ability to uh, win a lot of silver. And so uh, that's one of the ways that I've been doing that. But also, you know, you see on the board a lot, people asking, oh gosh, these clubs are so expensive. How do I get silver? How do, you know, how do I get more? Um, and so we, without wanting to spend the $99 yeah. on Black Friday or yeah, even can, the you, 1999 or whatever it is. And so, um, one way that I've, one way that I've done it is just by, you can play campaign mode and each time you play a, a given hole in campaign mode, it costs a little bit of silver, mm -hmm. but generally speaking, you're going to make more silver than it costs you. Uh, and additionally, if you, it, it sounds really boring, but if you play an eagle hole over and over on pro mode, then you can win a lot of silver in a relatively short amount of time. And especially if you use the boosters. And so you can, there's three different silver boosters. You can spend, I think it's 25 gold to boost it by 50%. For 20 minutes, I for think. For 20 minutes. You can spend 50 gold and it's 40 minutes and it's a basically double your silver. Or you can spend 99 cents microtransaction yeah and you get 250 percent bonus so i've done that a few times uh when i feel like okay i've got it i've got some time here an hour where i can kind of sit down and and churn out uh and and i've made in each of those you know 99 cent hour-long sessions made anywhere between a hundred thousand and a hundred and fifty thousand silver so pretty juicy you can you can you can get a lot of silver pretty quick uh but even like uh the fifty percent or the fifty gold or the twenty five gold. If you're gonna put in the time and 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 the you know frankly slight you know boring of just playing the same hole over and over, um, then you might as well get the boost out of it. Yeah, and it and it also helps uh, for your golden tea points or your experience because you're getting yep. you know the collectibles, the achievements in terms of total distance your ball's been driven, total potential great shot points you get. Um, so Tony's point. Also, I'm really good at volcano hole two. Oh, hint, I'm, hint. I'm, the, I'm the master at that hole. So I know we talked about, uh, depending on different clubs, initially what you were doing to rack up silver was hole two on Volcano. Yep. Throw your drive in the bunker. Or on the green. Or on the green, depending, yeah. setup dependent. Yeah, because ultimately what really matters is getting three stars. Mm -hmm. So when you're in pro mode, in order to get three stars, you need 220 GTP. So there's a couple ways you can do that. If you eagle the hole, that you'll get it. Because that's 250 GTP yep. plus the green hit and all that. Um, the other way is if it's not particularly eagleable is to get a sand save. And so you can purposely put it in the sand and then uh, you get your 75% or 75 GTP bonus for a sand save. You get your 50 GTP for a green hit and you get your 100 GTP for your birdie. And so then you get your three stars that way as well. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, and so that, that ends up getting you, so on pro mode, if you do the birdie version, the sand save slash birdie version, you get between four and 500 silver for that, yep. depending on, um, you know, how long the putt was and that sort of stuff. But for an Eagle, the Eagle version, you get usually six to 700 again, depending on how long your putt is going to be. And so if you do that 250% bonus, I mean, it's literally 2000 silver every time you Eagle it, Yeah, which is pretty sweet. 
Yeah, so I, I've done the boost. I've not uh, done the 99-cent microtransaction yet. I think I've done that three times. Maybe maybe two, but probably three. So a lot of the... Uh, a lot of the posts on Facebook were in regards to, number one, how to accumulate more silver or gold quickly without having to do the microtransactions. And I think we all want to see this successful. Uh, yep. I, I'm sure at some point I'll probably uh, donate to the pot and uh, do some of those microtransactions when I don't want to sit there and hack at Volcano Palms hole number two a lot. But some of the other questions I see on Facebook a lot, as opposed to the gold and the silver are in relations to the clubs. Now, the clubs, I've found that the driver is probably the most important asset. Yep. I, I think I held off the longest on my wedges and probably my irons. I think the driver and then the wood seem to be the most important for me. I agree And then also, yeah. I saved up my first set of gold to buy the six wood, which you highly advised on the six wood. Yep. And after that, then I also bought the chipper which I think yeah. is a very vital club. Both yeah. those clubs, I think, are very advantageous. I, I agree. I think the six wood is absolutely vital. Um, for a lot of the holes, there's a lot of like those 200-yard holes that having that six wood, you're coming in much higher loft than the three iron or the two iron. You can take a ton of distance off the six wood and still maintain that elevation. I think the six wood is the most important club. In terms of the gold, the the ones you can buy with gold. Yes. Um, and then I, I, I because of the chipper on Golden Tee Live, mm-hmm. the non-mobile, the the regular version that we've all gotten relatively used to, uh, I didn't ever do the chipper on that, and so I kind of poo-pooed the chipper on Golden Tee Mobile. And then I saw some of the quote-unquote pros on Golden Tee Mobile, it's talking about how great the chipper was, and then you would ask me. You said, oh, is there any other clubs? And I said, well, I haven't bought any others, but I've heard people talk about the chipper. Yeah. And then you bought it, and you said, oh, man, this thing's great. It, so then I bought it. And I agree, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's like it's like the regular Golden Tee Live where you're chipping with a 6-iron every time because chipping with a 6-iron, 7-iron, 8-iron, still kind of similar to live play, but that chipper just comes in screaming. The wind doesn't affect it too much. Slope of the green, obviously, it doesn't it doesn't break as much. So it... it it's, it's almost like a little mini missile, yep. uh, which is nice in terms of keeping your line. And with the pullback dictating how hard or how far your ball goes, you can really dial in your distances yep. uh, by using the chipper. So you're not necessarily going to shoot it long into the water or short. You're, you're going to get a pretty, uh, pretty quick response and feeling on how that chipper works. And I think it's a really good thing. One of the other things I wanted to talk oh, about. Real quick on the clips. Yeah, go ahead. So... <clears throat> Uh, I almost bought the four wood the other day. Ooh! Because as you as you oh, level I did up, buy the four wood. Oh, you did. As well. Yeah. <laughs> How's it treating you so far? Good. All right. Good. So a- as you level up and as you get the clubs that go further, your gaps between the clubs get get bigger. And so that's where I'm at right now is I'm one one level below max on my woods, whatever that is. Um, Rebel, I think. I don't know. Doesn't okay. Matter. Um, and. The, the gap between the five wood and the three wood is is just big enough where I'm like, man, I got to get that forward. <laughs> so and then the other two, so I, I think I'll be getting that soon and I've got enough gold that I, that I can do that. Uh, I just had to convince myself that I, that I needed to. <laughs> uh, and the other two clubs are the one iron and the lob wedge. And the one iron, I honestly just don't see any, any use for. As it stands, yeah. As it stands with the current courses and all that, I, I'm just there's no shots out there where like, man, I just gotta keep this low and screaming. And then the lob wedge, 
very there's a couple bunkers out there where you're like eh, yeah i could use a lob wedge but you're just not in there enough for me yeah um it's just it i haven't seen a good use for the lob wedge and so probably i'll buy that four wood next um sometime soon and then uh probably hold off on the other two i don't see a lot of reason for those so in terms of getting the gold and the silver the last topic i think we want to cover on golden team mobile is the chests yes and before we, we start digging into the chests because we both love chests yes um there was a guy on facebook who actually did the breakdown in terms of the free chest the bronze chest the silver chest the gold chest and then the ones you can purchase and i don't know if you saw so, that guy's breakdown so, incredible oh, yeah so Hey, I figured that I was love random. I love breakdowns. Yeah, I, I I've think had some have... really long posts, was... uh, closest to the pin, other things, uh, the aqueduct, you know, just really, <laughs> really the long posts, yeah. that sort of stuff. <laughs> uh, and I got nothing on this guy. This guy's breakdown of those chests Holy was crap. incredible. Yeah. I can't remember the guy's name. Shout out to that guy. Incredible. Yeah, I mean, man. like. I can't even. I, I figured... First of all, he had to have spent a lot of money. Oh yeah, money to get all the data, um, and then just to like, I the, mean, the standard just deviations, a, yeah. the average payout percentages. I yeah. So I don't, I don't know if he had like an iTunes gift card or something that he just burned through or had a birthday. But Incredible. the yeah. back of my mind, when I saw that, I was like, Tony's probably down in Kansas City. He's probably sitting in the bathroom somewhere and running that place out of lotion I'm yeah. like he is yeah. probably enjoying this yeah it was uh that was shout out to that guy incredible breakdown so i've been doing the free chest every day yep 30 uh 30 second ad uh guys at it probably won't be happy but typically i wake up start gearing up for work hit the play ad uh, the guys at it do not care <laughs> the advertisers <laughs> might but the guys yeah. at it do not care yeah, so I typically uh, typically just hit the ad while I'm getting ready. Don't even watch it. It's some, you know, buy this mobile game. Nope, not going to buy it. Um, I actually, I did download one the other day. I was like, really? oh, that looks kind of fun. Was actually. it the IQ one? That was no, the only it was one the gonna... one, it was, it was like Words with Friends, but they like dropped down. Oh, yeah, I think they, I think that was tied to IQ. So there's an IQ it? one with like the Words with Friends where it's kind of like a Scrabble thing or yeah, whatever. I've, I, I've played that, or Boggle. Or, yeah, yeah, but uh, but the one where like like drops on. I haven't actually played it yet, but I downloaded <laughs> it. I was like, ah, the guys at IT like this. So but yeah, they don't care. So the free chest every morning, I hit that thing up, and the first couple days I started doing the chests, and then I started reading that guy's breakdown. Uh, my chest usage has declined. Um, I I like it. I'll st- I still do it every once in a while, just because instead of spending the gold or silver on certain balls. Um, yeah, you can and, and buying them all at once. I'll just be like, all right, whatever. You know, here's the fifty or a hundred gold or whatnot, and uh, I'll go after them. But it's pretty cool because, you know, you're getting different tees, different balls, mulligans, the whole thing, uh, the gold, the silver. I think it's a pretty cool idea. The only thing I notice, and maybe I have the sound off, is that the sound will play on, you know, my ad or whatever. Um, maybe I do have the sound off. But I was gonna say I don't. I don't know if there was any audio for the chest, like when the question marks pop up oh, and yeah, you hit know. that. I've I have no clue. Yeah. Anyway, so Golden T Mobile, I'm still playing. You're still playing. Mm-hmm. We're we're buying clubs. Um, I think that the the other thing that I see a lot on Facebook is oh I gotta spend all this money to compete with the best, and and most of the people that I've uh, talked to or 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 communicate with on Facebook that are really really good players haven't really spent much money at all yeah 
they were either beta testers, so they've been at it for a while, or they're just um, someone who's, you know, was a good regular Golden Tee player, and that that skill or that kind of um, the the dorkiness needed or nerdiness the needed mindset, to translate yeah. the mindset. That's a better way to put it. Uh, as translated over and, and and yeah, there are guys that are going to spend a lot of money, and mm-hmm. um, but for some people that I mean, it, it's not necessary. And again, I think. We always I, we always fall back in the oh it's an app where well, you gotta charge me money well mm-hmm. first of all they developed the app so th- yeah. you know they 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 didn't imagine. do it to, they didn't do it for free yeah um and and also like if you think about the time that you're putting into it like when I spend the ninety nine cents for that hour like that's a pretty good deal ninety nine yeah. cents an hour like in terms of an entertainment value yeah. yeah you go to a movie you're paying twelve bucks for a movie ticket to you know sit through half an hour worth of ads for other movies. Right. And then a ninety-minute movie. So in terms of entertainment value, yeah. So anyway, I don't have any problem spending the ninety-nine cents. Uh, the only other time I've spent money is on the the initial like it was like the welcome to it was the first couple days where it was where it was released and it was like the welcome package mm-hmm. and it was like a twenty x that was a that was a nice value. I, I I missed out on that one, but uh, overall I'm I'm really thrilled with this. I I think this is really cool and like we talked about in the previous podcast, I think this will get folks who have downloaded the app who haven't played Golden Tee Live. If they're out at a bar or restaurant and they see a Golden Tee Live, they might just go, hey, you know what? I've played this on my phone. Let me go throw in five, ten bucks and see what it's like to play it on a trackball. Yeah, and like I said, I want to see that. I want to see those people that have never... Have never played regular golden tea. <laughs> Play uh, try that, to manipulate got, trackball. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, well, well, they're, they're like, hold on, does my does my forward swing matter for distance? Yeah, exactly. Like, they're gonna. Oh pu- yeah, probably, it matters. Yeah, they're probably gonna pull back the trackball and look for the indicator that they hit a hundred percent or whatnot. So that should be pretty interesting. All right, so that uh, that is our GT Mobile segment. Again, we promised kind of ten to fifteen every podcast, and and we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, oh, we did. We did get a. The little birdie, oh little yes, little birdie at it also dropped a little nugget. Uh, Merry Merry Christmas to us for this little nugget. Yeah, Merry Gigsmas. Merry Gigsmas. Yeah, uh, the, there's been a lot of questions on Facebook about head to head invites, if you will, head to head matches. Maybe it won't be invite. Maybe it'll be random matchups. I don't know. Uh, first of the year, or just past the first of the year. Yeah. We're gonna. That's when. Uh, and and I know the guys at it have said, yeah, it's coming soon. It's coming soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that it's going to happen just after the first year. Yeah, a little bit of a clear time frame. So I'm guessing it'll be set up kind of like the current invitational system, I would think. Somehow you may have to Could add be. a friend or something, or maybe it's just, hey, there are five people waiting in the lobby, click on someone with a similar handicap, similar level of experience or whatnot. Yeah, I, I think, don't know how it'll go. Yeah, I mean, th- those are the those are the two that you run into in, app, in apps, you know, where you're going head-to-head. It can be like you want to face a specific person, uh, and and maybe it's for a specific amount of silver or gold, mm-hmm. uh, or it could be kind of like um, contest mode right now, where it's you just kind of it, it, it's a set amount based on your level, and you get matched up with um, someone that's at the same level that's you know quote unquote in the lobby waiting yeah. for uh, waiting for a match. We'll see. I don't know. I don't. Little Birdie didn't tell us that information. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty damn cool. What else we got, Tony? Uh, well, coming up here uh, next weekend, we are. Well, Minnesota guys, five days away uh, from going to Austin. Hell yeah. I'm jacked the, up. The end of year POTY tournament uh, for uh, the uh, Power the, Events Gold Power Events Tour. Go- There's so many acronyms. like yeah. I can't keep them all straight. Uh, also, this uh, double IPA is starting to, <laughs> starting to kick in a little <laughs> face bit. Face peeler, uh, face But melter. before we get to the actual tournament, 
Uh, first of all, b- before we get to the before we get to, a um, lot of signups. Yes. With a lot Woo. of signups come a lot of new players. Yes. With new players come repeat questions. Oh, and the, here we go. Here at the Podmore Get Better, we've gotten a lot of questions, uh, and we're here to answer them as best we can. Yes. You know, we don't want to be the official answer, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we want to get those questions out there and make sure that... Um, Your that first tourney goes you, as smooth yeah, as possible. As smooth. So, uh, Will, you want to... Do you want to take the, the first uh, first email here? Yeah, let's see what we got. We got them all printed off. Uh, well, let's, let's start with these. What do we got? Like six, seven, eight? All right. Um, Austin tournament. So, we know that there will be a closest to the pin event on Thursday nights. As there typically always is, handicap tourney on Friday, regular did, tourney on the weekend. Yeah, did they address this email to uh, anyone specifically? Uh, dear, let's see. Uh, dear Podmore, get better. Oh no, this uh, Steve Sobel. Oh, they he's, must think he's a podcaster or something. No, we uh, give him a lot of shout outs, but uh, it looks like yeah, it looks like this one is directed at Steve Sobel. Okay, is closest to the pin on Thursday night still going to be conducted the old way? Gotta or, hope so. I love that. Or under the new, mm, the new closest, way is terrible. Closest to the. I pin hope we format. don't do it that way. Yeah, dicey, dicey. Uh, Steve did comment on Facebook that closest to the pin will now be done in its current form. Oh. On the current live edition, which you are absolutely addicted to. Yeah. Uh, so too bad we get in Friday I, morning, I might have, not Thursday night. There might have been a little acting there. <laughs> I, I do love the new closest to the pin. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I have not been keeping up like I was before. Uh, where I was playing my, uh, you know, they were about 15 closing per day, and I've, I've fallen behind. Uh, and, uh, but I, when I do get to play it, I do enjoy it a lot. I think, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a more interesting head-to-head version. Um, yes. <clears throat> uh, and I know that a lot of people miss the old closest of the pin. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I barely ever played it. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I almost never get to these tournaments on a Thursday it's always almost on a Friday. Again, I'm at, I'm already asking for three days away from the family. Hard to ask for that fourth. Uh, the only closest of the pins that I've played in any time recently have been uh, at Worlds, actually. Yeah. So, uh, yep. But there's a lot of other good questions here. Um, dear Steve. Oh, oh. Steve's getting a lot of emails here. I, I wonder if... We got the wrong address, or but, they... well, we we actually we've got the technology. We could probably yeah. dial him in. Goodness. We just gotta download the anchor app, and and we could get him on the podcast. Yeah, I think, I think he. Uh... But you know what? Let's let's field these questions. Okay, I think we can. Here we go. It. We've been to a lot of tournaments. Yeah, right? well, yeah. Um, do we know what time the qualifier is starting? Yes, we do. Now, well, yes and no. Yeah, we uh we always have the issue of the. So it's, first of all, it's Saturday. It's Saturday yep. for the qualifier, main event, $100 entry fee, $20 optional side hole-in-one pot. Okay. So you can either spend 100 or 120 There might be a question about that later. Oh, lovely. Yeah, spoiler alert. So typically qualifying starts at, well, we're not really sure because we have to do the Calcutta. Yes. And if there are going to be 160, 170, 480, who knows how many people will be here. Almost as many people as we have listeners will. Yes. <laughs> we're getting up to the 2200 2300 yeah, someday so. someday uh pegt can hope to get that many people yeah we'll uh potentially consider doing a podcast in a uh high school gymnasium or something maybe yeah. at like a halftime of a basketball game so 
qualifying, typically the goal is to start at approximately noon. Calcutta sometimes run longer. Uh, sometimes it's really loud in there, and Steve has to keep asking people to keep it down. Uh, the PEGT team, Steve, Russ, and Paige, are shooting for an 11 a.m. qualifier, which means your ass needs to be in the bar, paid for, signed up, the whole deal, prior to 11 a.m. Um, and that's when the Calcutta starts, generally. And then I'm sure that, well, he's not affiliated with uh, uh, Power Events, Matt Van Hoosier, who will be there, the Calcutta master, mm-hmm. uh, he will be instructed by Steve and Steve's going to be doing that um, that thing where you, you look at your wrist and you tap on your pretend watch. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get moving here. Uh, because getting through 160 people, Ooh. we got to be plowing. Yes. Uh, so, but in any, in any regard, whether the, actual co- whether the actual qualifier starts at 11 or slightly after 11, you got to get your ass yes. to the bar before 11. Yeah, and it's it's gonna be a long day. We we already tried to uh, do the breakdown, and it looks like we may have a question about that later on as well in terms yeah. of uh, the qualifying yeah. segment. Yeah. Uh, next up, go ahead, Will. You Let's get... see, <clears throat> dear Steve, are machinement assignments posted yet? We yeah we we keep uh, we keep getting these. Uh, this is for Steve Sobel, but we'll try to announce it. So the best thing to do if this is your first tournament. And you want to know which machine you qualify on, which wave or which heat you qualify on, is to hopefully just wait to hear your damn name called. So, yes, there's that. Great advice. Mm-hmm. Open your effing ears. Listen for yes. your name. Steve does not like to call names twice. No. If he's got to call your name twice, that's one strike against you. But also, you can... You might see other members of Power Events going around and putting on uh, the actual, like, who's playing where and when. Uh, Just go ahead and look at those. Find your name ahead of time. Be prepared. And then when they call Wave 1 and you say, hey, I know I'm Wave 1. I'm on Machine Mm 3. Then you get your ass to Machine 3. Use a smart motherfucker. That's that's, that's what Samuel L. Jackson said one time. Look at the big brand on Brad. Yeah. So... So that's my I, I move. Think, yeah, I think typically uh, Steve Sobel is at the desk calling out the machine assignments. Paige is usually running around to the machines. Uh, we do have breaking news from the Power Events team. They will have 22 machines there. More than normal. Yes. Which is necessary because there's 160 folks coming to this tournament. So speaking of Paige. Yes. Dear Paige. Yes. Uh, what's up with a hole-in-one side pot? I got a hole in one. Do I get paid for that? Oh, that's a good question. So, so uh, I'm not Paige. You're not mm-hmm. Paige, but I think we can answer for Paige on this one. So, like you mentioned earlier, uh, part of your entry fee, or when you're putting in your entry fee of $100, you can, for $20 more, get into the hole in one side pot. Yes. Um, and then when you get a hole in one, if you get a hole in one or more, you let the power events people know at the desk. Don't just track down Russ in the bathroom and mm-hmm. tell them there. Don't just track down Paige in the bathroom. That, that'd be worse. Um, <laughs> go to the desk and tell the person that's working at the desk, Hi, my name is Tony Johnson. That even if you think they know your name, they might not. Yeah. I'm Tony Johnson. I just got a hole-in-one. I'll be waiting for my money tomorrow yep. when they figure yep. out who all got hole-in-ones. 
So you announce, you tell them you got your hole in one, they'll give you your money tomorrow. They're not going to forget. No. We'd rip their asses if they didn't pay us. Yes. <laughs> so you'll get your paid. Wait for Paige. She comes around on on uh, on Sunday and she pays everybody. And uh, you'll get your hole in one money then. Yeah, we've. Uh, I think we've seen hole in one side pots that have been like up to ninety eight dollars per each hole in one. So yeah, it super varies. Like, and then at Worlds, I think it was what like twenty six dollars yeah. or something. I think there was one where it was like twenty one. Really, <laughs> it was like um, so many people got hole in ones. So unlike the old closest to the pin, where if you got a hole in one, and someone else got three, you're both equal winners. This. Every hole in one you get, you get a share of that pot. Yeah. You hit go three. back up to the front and you tell them again. Yeah, so I got my second one. Yeah, I got my third. One. You're, if you're Chris Brewer, I got my fourth one. Yeah, you're, that, you're that getting, guy gets a lot of hole. You're ones. getting multiple shares. Brian Barnard too. Those yes. are holding on motherfuckers. Next up, Tony, you want to have at this one? Yeah, yeah. Um, Dear Power Events. Oh, you know this is okay. so weird. Um, will there be matches on Saturday? Yes. Normally that answer is no. Correct. But for two reasons, here at Austin this year, that answer is yes. Uh, one, there's a lot of people signed up for Austin. Yeah. It's a big-ass tournament. Uh, and so a lot of times, in big-ass tournaments, they might play some of the silver matches on Saturday. And they'll be doing that here. But also, because of the uh, little gun top gun that we're ha- that's happening Sunday evening, they want to get done early-ish on Sunday. So there will be some gold matches and pink and whatever colors we have to come up with for 160 people. Those matches will also be played on Saturday evening. The first two. First two of every bracket will be played on Saturday evening. Yep. Uh, with then the pink to be restarted at... I believe 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Purple at 11. And main event at noon, noon. on Sunday. It, and that's how it's tentatively <clears throat> set up. Now, everything could change. They could have... 30 more people show up they could have 30 people less show up uh but they've laid out a foundation and a timeline i would recommend signing up for the event on the facebook page just to stay up to date steve is really good about posting updates and what their tentative plans are i think this will be pretty set in stone i I know they uh they don't want it to run late on Saturday night, but it's it's going to. And it's not going to be a fault of oh, Stephen Page. This man, is it's just gonna an, be so late. <laughs> it, it's just going to be an absolutely huge turnout. So, uh, speaking of the qualifier running really long, we got another email here. Oh, here we go. Uh, it says, um, "Dear Podmore, get better." Oh, oh here we go. Good us. deal. Yeah. Um, any thoughts about having some qualifying happening on Friday night? Hmm. Instead of Saturday. I, uh, we've never done that. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't believe so. I know there have been uh, situations where they hold a qualifier on a Saturday and maybe a local person has something in the evening. Their daughter or son's got band practice, so they qualify super early and they knock out all five rounds. I know we've had people who've taken the Richard King Travel Agency and all of a sudden their flight that was supposed to get in on Friday doesn't get in until 4 p.m. on Saturday and all of a sudden they have to play five in a row. Yeah. Um, I I would not be opposed to this. I, I think in the normal course of play, especially if it's someone's first tournament, uh, with standard attendance, you know, 75, 100, 110 people. Well, uh, at this point, I think standard attendance is almost over 100. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I mean, that's just where we are at this point. Yeah, so I, I think with the exception of special circumstances where someone gets a delayed flight or there's, you know, something crazy going on in the world uh, with that individual, I like to see everyone have to qualify together. You know, a lot of us just play solo game, solo game, solo game, and being in a three or four person, you know, game where you have to hit your shot, step away from the machine, all of a sudden you're thinking about your shot. Um, but I wouldn't be opposed at all to Friday night tournament qualifiers if they had a pre sign up list that said, Hey, we're gonna we're gonna let some people uh do the qualifier on Friday night to try to alleviate some of what goes on on some Saturday. The, just the the pressure of yeah. how long Saturday is gonna be. And just say, Hey, it's gonna be you can do it, but it's not gonna be solo games. It's gonna be No, it's gonna know, be groups three, or three, four, three or four. Because there's I, I I imagine mm-hmm. there'd be a lot of people that would be interested in that. Yeah. For a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um but I think it's at least something that's worth considering. Uh, obviously, yeah. it's probably too late to, to consider that here. Um, but as Austin gets 160 and all of a sudden Sussex next year has 160 and now Austin next year has got 200. Hey, yeah. these are good problems. Yeah. Uh, but also they, Very good problems they, they've got the issue. We know that they, you know, they can only, uh, power events can only transport 15 machines. Mm-hmm. So, all right, now we've got to, how do we even hold a tournament with quote unquote only 22 machines yeah. when we've got 200, <laughs> 200 people signed up. And so I think that's that's one way that uh, you could alleviate a little bit of pressure. Uh, very good question. I think that's uh, definitely an interesting option. A-plus question. By yeah, that, we uh, do know that they have Power Events holds the Handicap Tournament on Friday. Definitely encourage everyone to get into that. Uh, $25 buy-in. Typically, if you win two, sometimes three matches, depending on how the brackets and seedings go, uh, then you get a free roll into the main event. So, super exciting there. I say go with qualifying on Friday. That'd be super cool. All right, Will, uh, we've got an email. It's uh, directed at you. Dear Will S. Yes. Uh, Top Gun Little Gun. What's up with that? Top Gun Little Gun. So, throughout the course of the year, if... You go to two or more Power Event Golden Tee Tour stops in that calendar year as you're accumulating points based on where you place in the gold bracket, silver bracket, and God forbid the pink bracket. Uh, As you accumulate these points, at the end of this Austin tournament, there will be the end of the year tournament, which is the Top Gun and the Little Gun. The top 32 players in total points accumulated for their finishing positions throughout the other PGA two PEGT tour events for the year will then be put into the top gun. The next 32, so 33 through 64 will then go to the little gun. Now, this is a free roll tourney, basically a uh, you know, a loyalty reward program. Hey, thanks yep. for supporting our tour. Yep. Here's a little free roll for you guys. A certain percentage of the entry fees from the from the whole year have gone now into the pot for this free roll. Correct. So the Top Gun has obviously the bigger payouts. The people who've been to more tourneys, gone further in tor- tourneys, and accumulated the most points. But the fun thing with the Little Gun is that the winner of the Little Gun can say World Championship Pass. Excellent. Yeah. So that was a couple years ago that they uh, that it announced that the that they would be giving a pass to um, power events to hand mm-hmm. out as they saw fit, and and in their, uh, in their, uh, knowledge, or in their uh, what wisdom is the word yes. I'm looking for, uh, they put it in the little gun, which is which is a great decision. I think the initial one didn't it go to the Top Gun winner because yeah, I think Stenmark, I think Stenmark got one. And then I think on. they were like, oh, he would have won one anyway, mm-hmm. so now let's give it to the little gun. 
Yeah. So, uh, so I, I, I've been doing a little tracking on this. Yes. And I've got, all my notes are at work because, you know, you know, I've got some time there. Might as well look at the uh, power events leaderboards and, and it seems like historically we've had eight to 10 people who were in the top 32 going into what was Houston, now is Austin, um, that didn't, it weren't able to make it. And so what was the top, you know, first through 32nd ended up being first through 42nd or something like that. Yeah. Because if you're not there, then you're not in the top 32 and then they go, goes to the next person. Um, it looks like at this point, I think we only have four people in the top, currently in the th- top 32 that will not be attending. And that could even change. There was five. I just saw Chris Longino will be there. Yes. Um, and so that I think that cuts it down to four. Um, and I think it, it, it's, it's, uh, a couple guys that are historically, uh, quiet on whether they're going to attend Paul Taylor being the uh, Ooh, biggest defender. Sneaky. Uh, I believe Dave Duncan was, uh, was one of them that was not officially signed up. Uh, lemon was, uh, one that was not signed up. He doesn't go to a lot of tournaments, so yeah, I, I, think, I think I'm sure he won't be there or I'm not sure, but I, I would guess he's not going to be there. Um, and there was one other who I can't remember, but I think, I think we're down to four now. Um, so yeah, it's going to be, uh, going to be tough. And, and, and then additionally in my, uh, research, not as much research as that GT mobile guy. Good yeah. Lord. Again, back Jesus. to that guy. What an incredible job. Woo. Um, uh, Andy Haas currently sitting at about 50th. So, uh, Ooh, he needs so to he's either, he's either going to make a push and oh. push somebody out or he's or Andy Haas is working gun. for that world pass. <laughs> Via Little Gun. <laughs> and then we will permanently call him Little Gun. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, oh, man, man that's that good sticks. stuff. So, Old Little Gun Haas. Yeah, we got, uh, let's see, so we got the final print final off here. Final question here. Go ahead, Will. Yeah, so we're going to take this last one here. And let's see, Dear Mr. Sobel. Oh, whoa. Man, he's, he's he's getting all of them. He's trying to suck up a little bit. Yeah. Dear Mr. Sobel, I signed up for the St. Louis tournament earlier this year. However, I was unable to make it and had to back out. Will you have my excuse me, will you have my St. Louis commemorative golden tea card in Austin? Uh let me answer for Steve on that one. Hell to the no. Yeah. Yeah, you snooze, you lose. Yeah. You're not in St. Louis, you don't get your St. Louis card. Although, this brings up an idea I had uh, a little while back. And that is? Uh, why wouldn't they? So, IT is more than happy to print these cards, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're for, it's, it's a drop in the bucket, and it helps support not only power events, but also yeah. just kind of gets things flowing. Um, I think that uh, power events should, at the beginning of a year, new year coming up soon... For twenty dollars, and it can go to the Top Gun Little Gun Fund. Uh, be like, we'll get you one of each of the six cards, whether you attend or don't attend. You can have each of the six cards, twenty dollars. Do and frankly, do with do that twenty dollars whatever you see fit, Steve Sobel. Yeah. Uh, whether you want to pocket it, whether you want to put it at Top Gun Little Gun. Buy a bigger trailer. People love commemorative cards. Buy a bigger trailer for more bigger machines, trailer. Yeah, you get twenty-two yeah. machines instead of fifteen. Uh, do whatever you want with that twenty dollars. People love commemorative cards. Mm-hmm. I, make, I agree. Make a buck. I uh, I th- I think I would opt in for that. <clears throat> I uh, I usually get to one, maybe two PEGT tour events every year. 
Uh, I strive for two. I'm going to actually try to do three or four this year, I think, Ooh, all right. uh, based on my new work schedule. Uh, so I was speaking of commemorative cards, and then we, mm-hmm. we're coming up on our hour, and, and we'll do a little more after the hour, but A, I got to get the kids to bed, and mm-hmm. B, this thing always cuts us off in an hour. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was in Lawrence, Kansas this week, uh, played a couple games with some randoms, and uh, they love commemorative cards there too. Really? Yeah, they saw that. They saw it was my, uh, it was uh, my uh, Sussex card from this year. They're like, "What is that?" Oh, the Bush Light ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, commemorative card." They're like, "Damn, they just make those?" I was like, "Yeah, they make them." So, so for the Power Events Golden Tee Tour team to do that, I think that's a great idea because you'd have the six Power Events, and then I think they also do they give a card for the Top Gun Little Gun? Yep. 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 So that could potentially be seven for like twenty bucks. What would be the odds since since IT is able to custom make these about just like saying, hey, I want a banger bunker card. Hey, I want to be able to send you a picture and you screen it on the card and then input the player name and it's, you know, two, three, four, five bucks a card. Now, they talk about labor and hours and processing and all that. I don't know how feasible that would be, but I think that would be an interesting option. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're IT, you'd be like... For a hundred bucks, I mean, you got to charge something, right? Because mm-hmm. it's you know, yeah. Kevin Lindsay's going to be there at the printer, just you know, one copy, two copy. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, but so you got to charge something. Mm-hmm. So say a hundred bucks, we'll print as many cards as you want. Give us the numbers for a hundred bucks. Send us the image, the hundred bucks, PayPal. For obviously for power events, they're not charging anything. It's because it's it's a co-branded marketing uh, yeah. thing. So. Uh, but for a random event, the banger bunker, whatever. If we want a banger bunker card for Mary for Mary Gigsmas, yeah. If there's if there, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> if there's if there's ten of us that want a card and we're willing to pay ten bucks each, then we're paying ten bucks each. Yeah. Uh, if there's a hundred of us that want a card, then we're paying one dollar each. Or maybe we're a vendor that uh, will just eat the hundred dollars and give a give a cool thing to our customers. Uh, so th- again, this is just. Uh, we love to give advice here on the Podmore Get Better podcast. Yeah, but just we are try, trying to make IT more money. We are coming up hot on this hour. Uh, you go put I'm the girls have, to bed. I gotta put the girls to bed. Uh, I gotta use the bathroom. You probably gotta smoke. Yep. You uh, probably need another beer. I need another beer, and I'll see you in about five minutes. Well, for our listeners, about two uh, seconds. About two seconds. Podmore Get Better is. Oh no, never mind. We're halfway yeah. halfway pop, through this. All yeah, right. Pop, pop, Little pop, break two. there. Uh, I uh, reloaded my mountains, yes. got the girls to bed, got the dog to bed. You smoked. Yes. Um, Urinated. Uh, yep, we both did that. and uh, At separate times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't cross <laughs> streams or anything. Uh, and I think we're ready to keep plowing through this uh, podcast. Yeah, speaking of getting plowed, Houston is up 21-3 to over New England, it looks like, uh, here at the end of the third quarter. This is, a, this is a bulldozer. I was not expecting this. Houston's been kind of a sporadic team this year, Tony. Yeah, they're like the Carolina Panthers of the, a- of the AFC, I think. Yeah, kind of, uh, kind of interesting. I know, uh, I know fantasy football is starting to wind up here, and uh, my fantasy teams are kind of dicey. Going to get kind of interesting. Yeah, I only have one fantasy team. Oh, uh, cut way back. It's a doozy. You got to tell the story, though. Uh, they lo- I know our listeners love fantasy football talk, and so I'm, I'll, I'll give it to them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a Golden Tee League, so some of our listeners might uh, also be participants <laughs> in this have, league. Have a vested interest yeah. in this. And I have uh, a pretty good team. Fox actually looked at my team, I don't know, a week ago. He's like, man, you got a good team. I was like, yeah, I know. 
I I was outside of the playoffs looking in. I think I was six and seven coming into this week, and uh, four of my losses were by a combined ten points. <laughs> oh gosh! And Painful. then and then just just to put a little sweet bow on that, last week I won by one hundred points. Oh gross! <laughs> and oh, gross. who did I beat? The first place team oh, <laughs> by a hundred points. Anyway, enough of that fantasy yeah. football talk. I, I know everyone I loves believe to hear I've about officially other been eliminated. Fantasy teams. Uh, so we've talked about Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we. I think a lot of the emails that were sent in, uh, sent to the wrong address. Apparently, they they're directed for Steve Sobel. Uh, should have been to him, not us. But we're happy to answer them. Um, answer a lot of those. I think uh, we covered most of Austin. So we've got Thursday closest to the pin. Uh, Friday handicap event. Uh, maybe some qualifying, uh, uh, Saturday qualifier, get your ass there by 11. Yes. Uh, and then Saturday, and be quiet for God's sake. shut your mouths. Uh, Saturday night, some matches Sunday, some more matches and then Sunday top gun, little gun and, uh, the Airbnb pool. Oh, yeah, I'm excited it. for that. So we've got a little, uh, the 5k ranch, uh, Airbnb, with the Minnesota guys, I, I think Tony booked this like in January, or February of last year. I think they, yeah, yeah they. No, it was December. They literally. <laughs> it was like twelve hours after PEGT announced that they're going to Austin. We're like, shit, let's look at uh, let's look at some Airbnbs. Yeah. So we booked this this property, like five bedrooms, and like a loft with three beds in it. So we've got uh, Minnesota guys. So me, Al Jazz. You and the Panda, uh, CJ. So that's four of the five bedrooms. Yep. Bernsey picked up a fifth bedroom because uh, Fox is too good for us. Yeah. I hope his qualifier sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, in, the, in our loft, we've got B-Man. Yes. B-Rob and Liddell Parks. Woo! Yeah. And, and we got a pool. And we got a hot tub. Hot tub, yeah. It's going to be 70 degrees. We got acreage. We got acreage. Yes. 70 degrees on Saturday. We won't be jumping off any roofs, but there is a rock feature next to the pool. Yeah, there's like a water slide. We will be jumping off that. Yeah. I almost guarantee it. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I'm sure there will be uh, some drunken videos and maybe a new uh, Podmore Get Better cover photo. uh, Partially clothed or something or holding beers. Who knows? So, we're talking about dates. We know Austin, this coming weekend, December 6th to December 8th. But before that... Yes. Something huge. Oakwood, real-time rivals. Are you ready? Oh, my gosh. I've I've been been ready to be real-time rivaling Oakwood for at least since the courses came out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, we've got that. That's tomorrow. Literally tomorrow. Uh, and then let it snow. Oh no, let it snow. That's a Minnesota Twins thing. Let it snow. Yes. Uh, let it snow to the freaky on casual. I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you, Will. I don't even know what that means. Uh, yeah. So it's a past Freaky Friday setup that is now going to be released in casual mode in approximately two hours and forty five minutes. But that's you know if they I'm got not gonna the, stay up for that. Well, that's if they got the clocks right. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll, uh, <laughs> so maybe it's already released. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. It's midnight somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> England. So, so, so we got those two things coming out. Uh, I don't really play real-time rivals. I don't play uh, Freaky Fridays in casual mode. Uh, but as we know, 
If there was an if there was an event type or a mm-hmm. a contest type that was not getting gameplay, mm-hmm. they wouldn't bother. They'd kill it, or you yeah. know, you know, let it let it fade off into the mm-hmm. into the darkness, uh, as they've kind of done with Close as the Pen, mm-hmm. and we'll see where that goes. Uh, but they keep supporting real time rivals, so it's got to be getting a lot of gameplay, just not for me and you. Yeah. Uh, but hey, a lot of people are playing it, so I'm, they're going to keep supporting it. Yeah, I think for the casual fan, it's good. We've touched on this before briefly that I think it's similar to the Shadow back in the day, where you could see someone who is a good player who or who put up a good round. You can see how they approach the games, what clubs they use, what angles they take, what kind of cut shots. So I, I think it's a good feature. It's just not yeah. something I think the upper echelon players utilize. The, pro- the problem with that theory about trying to copy an upper echelon player. Um, is that we know that it was Adam and Kevin that took all these shots. So, yeah, but maybe a medium echelon player. Yeah, but I think they got to use mulligans in the uh, pre-programming thing. Oh, no, so. we know that they took, like, yes. <laughs> hours So we to we, make an eagle. We, we had a Facebook post earlier today. Someone was uh, complaining about real-time rivals. They were up by two on young John Daly. <coughs> And John, there's John, a young John Daly now. Yeah, so young John Daly must have uh, hit his proper whiskey librium or his amount of beer drinking. <laughs> I know how because that goes. he went double eagle, double eagle, hole in one, and just bulldozed some he poor bastard. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I thought that was kind of a funny post to see. Uh, but how about some more important dates, Will? Uh, for us. For us. Uh, Players who play a little bit more, not really interested in real-time rivals. January 3rd, we're going to have Coral Vista slash Coral Ridge, which is actually Coral Ridge, the new, Coral remaster, <laughs> the new remaster course. Uh, January 3rd, Freaky Friday. So All that'll right. be a big pot. Bunch of people, uh, depending on how much you play, if you're going to chase after those pots or not, uh, going to get a full look at it in its entirety. So we got our taste this week. Correct. Give us a little tease. we got to wait mm-hmm. a whole month. Yep. They're not going to give it to the homeowners early like they did two years ago with Rattlesnake. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and do that next Correct. year. Uh, that was pretty sweet. Uh, so, yes, Freaky Friday on January 3rd. Uh, and then what's coming up uh, the following Monday? Uh, following Monday, January 6th, Coral Ridge is going to be added to events mode and invites. So, to me, that screams events mode. Yeah, so that... To me, that screams that it's going to be probably a 50-man contest. I don't think it would be a week-long event. Yeah, probably I don't not. think. Uh, and I don't think it should be because no. you're going to want to see the different tee boxes. You're going to want to see the different holes, the pin positions. And I, I think with it paying out like a regular live contest, people are going to get money back in their account right away and perhaps play it more and get more looks at the course. Play more, get better. Yeah. Also, on January 6th, Grand Teton will be added to real-time rivals. Buried the lead, Will. Yes. <laughs> and uh, then we're also going to have another past Freaky Friday called the Old School Freaky Friday uh, coming to casual mode, which I will never play. But uh, more features, more additions. Very, very cool. More features, uh, get better. 
yeah, so we've talked about Coral Ridge, and Coral Ridge will finally come to live play a week after that on January 13th, so about a month and two weeks from now. Yeah. So we will go from having five live courses for prizes to six live courses for prizes. And just so everyone knows, Castleshire will be March 9th. Oh, that's like one of those words that you can't help but sound drunk when you say it. Yes. Castleshire. Well, that's, that's how I started with... Cat Andreas Beach or Cat Andreas Beach or oh my gosh it was terrible and then uh, of course Beals Creek or Bell's Creek whatever the hell you want to call that so uh, one thing we did uh, when we hacked into the incredible technology servers and got some of those little nuggets and tidbits about Golden T-Mobile and some other things coming up here in terms of an event mode money shot one of the things that we went looking for in all the data all the spreadsheets all the big whiteboards that they had in their offices all the marketing powerpoints correct uh we're trying to get world's information we can't it's find not it out there non-existent it's like a fart in the breeze yeah we know it's going to be at the orleans and we talked about do this we <clears throat> Do we even know that? Yeah, we do yeah. know that, actually. Yeah. So we, we know that uh, this is the final year they signed uh, with the Orleans for a two-year contract uh, after the first one. So last year was the first of the two-year contract. This will be the second one, the two-year contract. I don't know if they'll continue at the Orleans. The crowds continue to get bigger, it seems like. Is this like one of those college football coach contracts that they can get out of at any time? The opt-out clause, Go yeah. a lot longer than you think? Or... or is it just like a regular contract? I'm guessing probably just a regular, just a regular contract. contract. Oh, all yeah. right. That's interesting. Okay. So we do know it's signed through this uh, this year, and we've speculated on past podcasts that we think it's potentially going to be the weekend of June 19th, 20th, and 21st. So, and Will, you had a little juicy nugget <coughs> that yes. uh, makes, makes us think that it's not going to be later than that. Correct, and the reasoning behind that is looking at the Golden Tee calendar that uh, they've been so kind enough to put out the last two years, uh, which is really cool. It gives, you know... Gives... I gotta know when to play real-time rivals on Grand Teton, and now I do know. Yes. <laughs> Set a phone alarm for that. So the speculation behind Worlds being held at the Orleans in Las Vegas on June 19th, 20th, and 21st is that New tee boxes are going to be available on June 22nd. So the theory being that I don't think they would host the World Championships a week or two weeks, maybe even three weeks after the new tees came out. I think there would be a lot of blowback in terms of, man, we've been playing this game for six months on these courses with these tee boxes and right before the World Championships, you're going to flip it. So my guess would that would be that Prior to June twenty second, with the new T boxes, it's going to be before that. So let me let me uh, devil's advocate you here. Okay. A bit. Well, I agree. I think it's going to be before that. Uh, they've shown us in the past that these dates on the on the Golden Tee calendar are um, flexible. Fluid. Yes, fluid. Um, <laughs> but at the same, so but it's not going to be new T boxes on June twenty second. It's going to be. They're gonna so new tea boxes are like April first or something like that. Late March, April first, new tea boxes. Um, and then I think the date that you're talking about is when they just say all the tea boxes. Oh, I gotcha. And so we would have played those tea boxes already. I don't think they would be new to us. I gotcha. Um, and those combination the combination of all those tea boxes and all those pin positions. Um, will be unlocked. W- would be unlocked. Hmm. 
Gotcha. Um, now, having said that, I I don't think there's any way it's going to be after June twenty second that the you world start would run be. into Fourth of July but, and all that. Um, but I think it would be, and and actually, I think it would be really interesting if, uh, and they'd get a ton of blowback on this, but I still think it would be really interesting if they had all new tee boxes. I mean, it'd be awesome if they had all new courses, right, for World Champ. Like, all right, yeah. everyone's seeing it for the first time. Good well, that, luck. Yeah, that, that's kind of like the <laughs> That'd be NIV, fun. Yeah, that's kind of like the NIV stop. I I know, you know, out in Wisconsin, Team Wisconsin puts on their first look event where you haven't really played the new courses that much. You know, yeah. where it is kind of a best in the best, best of the best. Who can dial it in the quickest? Yeah. Uh, so that's definitely interesting. Uh, Worlds. I'm already jacked up for it, but if you happen to be an IT employee not named Kevin, Adam, or Don, and you're listening to this because we've got oodles of subscribers and listeners. I, I'm sure Elaine is a big listener. Yes, and if you want to send us a private message with any world's info, whether it's the date, whether it's the qualifying format, whether it's when we're going to be qualifying, how we're going to be qualifying, hit that to us. Is there going to be a qualifier? I would think I'm so. Sure there will be. Yep. Somehow, some way. Events mode. So every other week we're talking about worlds probably not till sometime in June this summer. Uh, we've already talked about Austin here in December, but the first stop of the PEGT tour for 2020 is right around the corner. Tony, we're basically two months away from stop number one, St. Cloud slash Orlando, Florida ski season. Yeah. So February 6th through February 9th. I know you said uh, with all your family ob- obligations, you probably won't be going. I did see that flight prices dropped, and I, I think I might try to make it. Get away from this winter. We just had a snowstorm. That's why I'm doubly excited to get the hell out of Minnesota and uh, go dip into that pool, have some uh, blue mountains, maybe uh, work on my tan a little bit. It'll, uh, you're, I, it'll you're just nice. perma- I think you're just permanently tan. Like, you're... Yep. You're close. You're, just, yeah. uh, you're, you're definitely not Norwegian like I am. <laughs> I don't know what I am. I, I'm adopted, so that's, uh, yeah, that's yeah, just a crapshoot. So what do we, what do we got here? Is there well we we got a lot of emails this week and yes. we read them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them were addressed to Steve Sobel. Uh, this one, again, they got it wrong. Uh, dear Mister Stenmark. Ooh. Oh, Mark Stenmark. Okay. Uh, what apparently do we got? they think they have. He'd be a way more interesting podcast than us, right? Yes. Yeah. World champ, two time world champ, right? There's even yeah. one time. And King Bulldozer. Between yeah. him, Haas, Kinsler, Eversoul, I mean, some, some of these guys, we're, uh, we're just kind of some rubes. Yeah, we just play Golden Tea. Uh, dear Mr. Stenmark, I've been paying attention to your minus 30 under club for a while now. The official. The official minus under 30 par under club, something like that. Uh, yes. And I just can't quite get there. Ooh, coming up short. Yep. Um... I'm stuck on 28. I got a 29 once. But I have gotten 50,000 great shot points. Is there a club for that? Well, we got good news. Yeah. What Mark doesn't like to make this public. Yeah. But so so if you think the official negative 30 under club is kind of this private secret group, it is. It's invite only. But if you need to know about the Super, super double secret probation group. Mark Stenmark also has a 50,000 great shot point secret group on Facebook. The 50K Club. Correct. 
And um, you're not going to find this through any official means. It's not going to be on Golden Fan uh, Facebook not page. Not one word. There's the first rule of own, the 50,000 Club is deep, you don't talk about 50,000 Club. I know, and we're breaking that rule right now. We're probably going to get kicked out of the club because we're in it. Um, but you got to DM. you got to DM Mark. And be Send like, him a message. Hey, I need an invite to the 50K Club. Yep. Uh, I'm in it. Screenshot your 50K round. Uh, sc- screenshot as many of your 50k rounds as you'd like uh, get those in Mark's hands and he will make sure to get you an invite to the 50k club on uh, on Facebook correct uh, so uh, look forward to seeing a lot of our thousands of listeners in the super secret 50k club there's some Again, juicy stuff being posted in that club too yeah yeah all kinds of shortcuts and stuff um, so yeah make sure to DM Mark Stenmark on Facebook and uh, we'll see you see you in the club Welcome to the club. Cool. I, I don't think we have anything else too crazy, Tony. Uh, it's getting late here. It is actually 10 o'clock on the dot. We got some icy roads that I have to go navigate through, hence my green mountains this evening. Uh, and I have to work at 6 a.m. I was going to try okay. to go in at 4 a.m. Uh, retail during the holidays. I know that's pretty exciting. Uh, but I think I might just sleep in a little yeah. longer. Wait, Those online orders can wait? Yeah. They're yeah. probably your orders. Yeah, I'm going to drop a bunch of like solo, like, I just need a pack of rubber bands. <laughs> I need one that. thing of ramen noodles. People do that. I saw all the boxes by your front door walking in here. <laughs> Those aren't Ooh. even ours. Those are our neighbors. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't uh, have anything so, else. Well, and, and we've gotten a lot of feedback mm-hmm. on our last podcast, just like a week ago, whenever yes. it was. We did a little finer thing segment. Oh, that's right. We're going to skip it today. Will's got some sleep to get. No, Unless you've no. got a finer things thing to get to. Oh, this is one of the finer things in life. Okay. So we've got different segments. I we've thought got... maybe just, we, you know, you got your sleep. I mean, I got all night. Uh, kids aren't asleep yet anyway. So <laughs> and I, I just cracked the Brown Mountains. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bottle. Uh, three Floyds Brewing. So speak, I'll do the first finer things. Oh, okay. Uh, beer. Yes. <laughs> uh, so here in Minnesota, we've got a lot of great beers. Uh, we get a lot of beers from Wisconsin, a lot of beers from all over. A couple of years ago, we started to get Dogfish Head Brewery here. Tremendous brewery. Happy they distribute here. Uh, just recently, we've gotten Three Floyds Brewing out of Indiana. New distribute, uh, distribution into Minnesota. God, their beer is so good. <laughs> They've got a beer called Alpha King, which I call Al fucking. But um, <laughs> it's like a rye pale ale. It's incredible. Uh, oh. and it's one of my favorite beers. This, this is not the Al fucking here. This is the space station middle finger. It's a pale ale. Uh, also tremendous. So, uh, cheers to that. The, uh, the design on the front of this bottle is spectacular. It, it looks is, like a space station giving a middle finger. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's like a carbon fiber, something out of star Wars, a, you know, the space station and the front of the st- space station is a giant, titanium carbon fiber giving a middle finger uh it looks delicious it's beer i just got my green mountains but i wouldn't uh i wouldn't even know how to appreciate good beer so i I apologize for that my finer thing segment would revert somewhat to that because as much as you like beer i like gigging yes so we we recently had a gig the sandmeyer gig yes it was i mean i i mean it wasn't the sandmeyer gig we were we were honored, honored yes. to have Dave Sandmeyer join us, um, but it was CJ's gig. 
Yes. Uh, he's had some small gigs at his apartment. And by gig, there might be some confusion. I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of listeners out there who are 40 plus. Uh, gig is just a celebration. Yes. A gig. It's a party. Like, Correct. Uh, like a band. A gig. Anyway. Yeah. So, CJ, uh, the fight last weekend. Or Deontay Wilder and... Uh... The other guy that got his face smashed in. Ortiz, yeah. Ortiz, yeah. <clears throat> uh, uh, so CJ had the gig. Tremendous time. Dave Samire joined us. We were honored. Yes. He was up. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was it was a great time. Like I said, two home editions, which is pretty rare. Uh, so I remember him originally saying, or, or him originally telling us that he got a second home edition. And every one of us in the room was just mind blown. Like, what? What? Yeah, <laughs> why, why, and he said his 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 rationale was, well, when I've got people over, we don't want to have a four player game, and now I understand because yeah. when we were gigging last weekend, mm-hmm. we split it up, couple it was, three player and three player. It was nice. Yeah, that no, would have been, it would have taken forever. Or we would have had one to play. Mission. Yeah, or we would have had to play doubles. It was, uh, it was pretty crazy. So finer things in life, uh, CJ's gig. Uh, I anticipate at Austin, one of the nights, minor gig. After a day of drinking, we'll probably go back, jump in the pool, have a beer or two just to wind down. Well, it's not going to be Saturday. We already talked about how long Saturday is going to go. I'll probably jump in the pool still, have a beer, cool yeah. down. Yeah. Um, gigging, one of the finer things in life. We've posted photos. I had the Billy White Shoes Johnson jersey on, yep. uh, former Houston Oiler and Atlanta Falcon. Uh, punt returner, kick returner, wide receiver, but gigging, one of the finer things in life. Hanging out with your boys, whether it's at the bar, at the house. God, the Patriots are just getting rolled. Brady going down like a sack of dirty clothes. Is that one of the finer things as well? Is that yes. a side finer thing? Yes. Anytime uh, I can watch the Packers or Patriots lose, uh, big fan, big fan. Tom Brady has a look of concern on his face. I think uh, I think we're done now. Now yeah. we got the gig. If we could, speaking of football, though, if we could do a future finer thing, can we get a Vikings win tomorrow night? Oh yeah, big game tomorrow night, Seattle. Uh, we suck at Seattle. We're like oh for our last five in Seattle. Yes. Uh, need uh, superstar Kirk Cousins to have a big game, and let's close out with that finer thing right there. So, uh, I'm Tony Johnson. I'm Will Sandstead. And we will see you definitely next week. Maybe. In Austin. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. There. But Podmore. Get better. Live. Next week. Oh, live. Are we going to... Breaking news? Live show? Uh, potentially. Yeah, I mean, side. if you think about it, we did live ones at Vegas. Yeah. Uh, missed out on Sussex. Couple other tourneys, but... Uh, How many it, people do you think have, have already stopped the podcast at this point and aren't going to hear this at all? They, they heard us, like, signing off. They're like, eh... Pause. Uh, let's see. Because uh, they don't want to. There's, there's always like an ad after this. Is like, yeah. if you want to be a podcaster, subscribe to the anchor. Blah blah yeah. blah. And uh, but now that what they don't know I'd, is they're missing out on some serious I'd, content. I'd, right I'd say, uh, I'd say fifty percent. You take yeah. the. I would have paused by now if it was me. You take the twenty two, twenty three hundred listeners every week. Uh, I'd say about fifty percent. Short, short, uh, short attention spans. Even you know through an hour and a half long podcast. So. Kudos to those of you who stuck with it. Hopefully we physically see you in Austin. But if you're not in Austin, we'll try our damnedest, uh, barring any major uh, alcohol overdoses, um, to bring you a podcast next weekend. Live. Austin. Be there. Well, live podcast. However live that could be. All right. See you guys.